We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is True Faith Weekly Podcast. I'm Alex Hurst, joined on the line by Andrew Bollins, and we're here to talk to you about Preston, Preston North End, who Newcastle uh, absolutely obliterated on Tuesday, and we'll hopefully we'll do the same to them this coming Saturday in the league. Today's show, uh, me and Bolland are going to have a quick chat about what happened on Tuesday and how he sees the weekend going, and then we're going to have uh, two Preston fans on. Uh, to talk to us and give us the lowdown on their football club and their season so far. Bolin, I have a very important announcement to make, and I need you to, to remember this. It's now right. it's now come to my attention. It is perfectly reasonable to change the words of the Hello, Hello song. Cause, <laughs> I was thinking this last night, actually. Of course you were. Of course you were, because it's, 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 the, it's the only time in my life we're genuinely going to win the Football League and we're going to win the Cup. <laughs> Like I've already been, I've already been on the sky to try and get a bet for it, but they haven't given me odds yet. Oh, I was going to, yeah. I, I, well, I told you, and I said you were going to have to wait until you listen to the show for my sky gag. Um, right. For me, Ladbrokes. So the start of this show was supposed to be me ringing Ladbrokes, which I did, and I went, "Can I have the? Can you give me the odds for the favourites for the Europa League next season?" Um, and the the the, the woman was like, um, "Give me a second and I was going to cut that bit out, and then um, she came back, this is true, she came back, and she said, well, Sevilla and Borussia Dortmund are 40 to 1, and obviously it was like, <laughs> sorry, I want the favourites, she went, well, beyond that, you've got a host of clubs, and about 60 to 1, she's like, you've got um, Roma, Spurs, Athletic Bilbao, and I was like, no love, <laughs> the favourites, <laughs> until she basically went, well, who do you want to price for? And I was like, well, obviously, Rafa Benitez is in Newcastle, and she burst out laughing, and give us a hundred to one. A hundred to one, by the way. How shit are those odds? <laughs> We're in the championship. <laughs> hundred to one. But um, the, the phone call didn't record on the phone system, so <laughs> it was all for it was all for all for nothing. But I'm sure you listeners uh, appreciate the anecdote and the effort I went to to try and bring you that gag. Um, I thought it was going to be something Sunderland related. Don't know why. Nah, no time for them though. Though you've got you've got a worry for Sunderland these days, Bollins. The poor people are wayside. side. It's, uh, I, don't, to- I literally don't care. <laughs> at, at all. Um, no. Hopefully, I'll never have to go back. Yeah, yeah, Bolland of uh, we are side, we are side <laughs> Is that what they call you in the office? Merseyside now, Merseyside. Merseyside, Bolland. Um, yeah. Okay, Bolland. Um, you didn't see the match on Tuesday. Nope. So why don't you ask me some questions about it? Right. Well, I watched the highlights, and um, 
Chimay scored two mint goals, but also on the highlights seemed to miss a variety of really, really easy chances. Particularly one, I think it was one in the first half where he basically Mitrovic cuts it back to him and he's got the entire goal to shoot out. Yeah. And somehow manages to get it in the corner of the visas. Um what what was what was Mohamed Diaby the other night? Was he good? Was he bad? Was he lucky? He was good. Like, he was good and by the way, the highlights don't if anyone listening to this was not a match, I'm sure there are plenty of people. Um, the highlights do not do our domination justice at all. You've got Lindegaard has pulled off two. He had a bad night, but he pulled off two ridiculous close to the goal saves. Where like I think it was Mitrovic and um, Anita just needed to like tap the ball in, and Mitrovic has saved it. Um, he made numerous other saves, and also Mitrovic has missed an absolute. Dead easy header, like he should have scored, and we've hit the post three times, and then Diame also, Bolland, I don't don't think because you because you work away in the um in the cup against Wolves, he tried some outrageous yeah. chip from the edge of the area, um and hit the bar. He did the same thing again on Tuesday, and it nearly went in. So we should have really had ten, but like ten goals isn't even one of those nights where you know like when we beat Brighton, apart from Guffran's shot, like we scored all our chances. Ten goals yeah. still would have represented quite a bad finishing ratio, yet we only got six. <laughs> that, that's I've never I've never seen a game like it. I've well, I mean, this this is a story for another day. But I've I've got over 190 points and I've had a season ticket for ten years. So that's what 10, 19, 200, 300. So I've been to at least three, four hundred Newcastle games in my life, plus England games, plus watching football on telly, and I've never ever seen a team as dominant. Against any level of at any level of football, it doesn't matter if um, a Premier League team has played a Conference team. I've never seen a team take ten man pressing apart like Newcastle did. And well, I think we said it earlier in the season, and you actually said we'd do this to Wolves. We're going to score ten this season. I, I'm convinced of it. We're going um, to score ten. <laughs> you laughed at me at the time, but there's, there's absolutely no doubt who will. Because it's just too easy for us against teams like this. Like no disrespect to the, to the Preston fans <laughs> coming on shortly, but like we are at just a totally different level. And I actually, even if we're in the Premier League, I don't think we'd be struggling. Like, this isn't the team that'd be struggling. We'd be mid-table probably. That's being uh, that's raining it in a bit. <laughs> yeah, like I think someone put on the True Faith Facebook group where when Newcastle fi- uh, finish in the Premier League this season on the rough, I'm saying top, top of the top. league. Well, look at them, man. They're all they're all rubbish. You see, Man City, Man Man, man City, yeah, man, man. You last night. I know they left some players out, but Christ, John Joe Shelby yeah. would have would have had all of their pants down. Um, I mean, I don't think they'd take us to the cleaners at home, but I think we're still a little bit, a little bit off the off that pace. <laughs> I, I just can't see how um, how we don't like. I'm, I'm I'm starting to sound like you did before we got beat the wolves. Like I can't see how we just don't win every game. <laughs> like <laughs> just like we played badly for us. We played we're a bit average against Ipswich, and we still should have scored a couple more goals and beat them like five six nil. <laughs> like that's us in like second gear. It's scary, isn't it? Dude? I, like I was, I was we made like you were saying in the Ipswich game. So you're back with like is this when Man United were really good. Was it like were the games that boring where you just turned up and obviously we scored in the first like minute so it's just like all right no, we've, we've won now <laughs> there's no way that, like there's no way they're going to come back from this and is, is that what it's like is this what winning's like because it's a bit like I can get used to it but it's just a bit like, not I mean 
boring the right word, but it, it wasn't exciting against Ipswich, was it? No, and I think, uh, but it was exciting against Preston, but I think, um, I don't know, I think winning football matches like this in this easily, it just, it almost like lowers the heart rate. Like, I'm sure we're going to come out of this season like healthier people as a result. Because um, there's there's just nothing to get annoyed about or upset about or angry about. or And, you know, we have, we've had bad results this season and Huddersfield especially was a, a bad one and Fulham, I was down Fulham and it was a, uh, but you just knew, like you did just know like it'll be fine, man. Like, even if we drew this weekend coming up, it'll be fine. If we're, even if we got beat, it'll be fine. We'll, st- we'll still win the league comfortably. Yeah. Um, so I suppose you mentioned before, ten man Preston did the sending off make any difference at all, or was it just was it always just going to be a six 0 hammering? Yeah, it's hard to say because obviously Preston didn't have a single shot before the sending off, um, and I, 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 it's hard. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because we were so far on top. Preston's defending was so bad for that first goal. Like what? What was that like for the first? Like. <laughs> Like lads, you've got one player to mark realistically, Mitrovic, and he's have just not. He's have just like I, I, I don't understand how, how. So if that was going to be the level of Preston's defending for the night. Chances are they were, they were in for a, a hammer in anyway. I can't believe that. Well, we'll speak to the. We'll leave Preston to until later because obviously we're going to speak to some experts compared to me and you. Do you, where do you stand there for Saturday? And I can I can help you with this one if you want, but I don't know you've got your own views. Where do you stand on the Mitrovic debate for Saturday, Mitrovic or Gale? Uh, it's tricky. I, like every other Newcastle fan, I, I love Mitrovic. And it, it's the video of him dancing. Can I just say, I just have to say, n- not every Newcastle fan loves Mitrovic. So well, take that back. You, you, you inside. But even you inside, <laughs> want to, you inside want to love him. Like, he is... He's so much value just for just his antics, and when he's scoring goals as well, it's so much easier to justify things like, yes, he probably shouldn't be chasing after the ball, but he scored two goals and by all accounts played really well. So I'm all right with him doing stuff like that because it's just part of the charm of him. Um, whether he should start or not at the weekend, it's difficult because Gale is scoring goals. He scored in the last four. Be- before Ipswich before Ipswich he had yeah so it's pretty it'd be pretty harsh to leave him out of the side um, I'd like to see Mitrovic play but I think he's probably got to go back to Gale who's top scorer in the league for a reason um, you should probably use Mitrovic more at the end, back into last season Mitrovic's role was basically to come on in sort of like the 60th minute which would get all the fans going which is obviously helpful and come on and just terrorise people for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, something like that. Because one of the problems he had last season, majorly, was that he couldn't play 90 minutes at the same sort of like level as he can for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, as much as I love Mitro, I think you've I think got to go back to Gale. Okay, and I think that the rest of the team, I mean, I, I really liked it, and I said this in the podcast after Ipswich, I really liked it how... Um, we ended that game with Richie and Atsu. Not, and I like Gufran. Gufran's been great, and he'll start Gufran, I think, at um, at Preston. But it, it's I would like to see. I don't know, it's hard because I don't want to drop Gufran. But I think Atsu, who is naturally a left winger, 
Atsu on the left and Richie on the right is is dead exciting. Like, I don't know. I just think that that's one for Rafa to decide. It looks like because of callbacks injury, Hayden comes in anyway, alongside Shelby. I think the fullbacks stay the same. Though he might, he might for this away game, he might play Anita like he did at Barnsley. Uh, stick with set piece at left back, and then obviously the the centre backs and the goalkeeper pick themselves. So that just leaves Big Modiame versus Perez. Perez three goals and an assist in two games. Do you think he gets the nod? No. No, you think? Away from, away, away from home, Rafa's going to pick a side that's very functional and will just get the job done. I don't think Perez is placed. I think we'll see more of Perez at home this season than we'll away. I think Diarme is better suited to sort of the type of game you have to play when you go away from away from home. Same with Anita. I think he'll he'll uh, he'll start and Gufran as well. All those types of players away from home, I've got absolutely no problem with um, in playing at home though. Uh, I agree with you. I think Atu and Richie could be really exciting when we're actually going to go for teams. Um, I think that could be really exciting. Left and right. Yeah. Atsu was really, really good. He was my standout player actually on Tuesday. Atsu just like he just he just caused absolute chaos. And you know, I don't you've seen the highlights, how he missed that header. <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> um but he hit the bar, he hit the post in the bar, he also missed another sitter where the keeper made a save. He could have had a hat trick himself. And I just I don't know whether because because he was so good on Tuesday, Rafa just might be thinking he he had these lads pan I know it'd be different lads. But he had these lads pants down there on Tuesday. Surely he's got to start. But then, Gufran, the the win machine. Yeah, and I just you don't need to, we don't need to mess with winning formula in the league either. Gufran's won every every game Gufran's played. We've won. Barvilla away, but yeah. Yeah, so he stays in he stays in the team definitely. Yeah, fair enough. And how do you before we get the lads on from Preston and we'll we'll, we'll be respectful. Can you see me and you are going as usual? Uh, can you see three points, five five thousand, eight hundred Newcastle fans down? Obviously, there's, there's absolutely no chance that we're not winning that game. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we've just as we've just spent the last sort of fifteen minutes discussing, like it's just the league's too easy for us, and I think once again we'll be too much for them. Although I'm just saying, Preston have had some decent results against top teams in the league, yeah. But those top teams are nowhere near as good as us. Preston, I noticed um, he brought off set piece dead early. He was the first player off very early on um, Tuesday, which is kudos to Paul, the captain as well, El Capitan, dumbass. Um And I think it's Preston's, goal, Preston's goals are all headers, <laughs> like pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it'll be another Rotherham-type game, although Preston are a much better team than Rotherham, where we, if we defend well, box well, and Darlow comes well from his line, there shouldn't be any problems, and we'll get our goal because we we'll always do. Yeah, not worried. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go one nil Newcastle. Uh, it's not a bad shout. I'm going to stick with four now. <laughs> that would be some uh, some achievement. So Bolland, Holloway Bar leads at home. A Hull at home, the best draw. Further proof that we're going to win the football league. <laughs> we're going to win the cup. <laughs> I know. <in> the... <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great draw. Um, we'll get to take a load of load of us down. It'll 
it'll be a midnight. Everyone in Newcastle should come, even if you don't have a ticket. I'm, I'm advocating that. It'll just be like Bruges. I've not been this excited. I've not been this excited for a game since we're booked going to Bruges or maybe maybe Benfica. I, I can't wait. The, the entire of Newcastle should just make its way down to Humberside for the evening. I've got demons to purge here with the League of Quarter Final because the last time I was as excited for a game was the quarter final against Spurs under Pardew. Um, and like we were proper up for that. Um, 5,300 Newcastle fans. And then not only did I nearly get arrested before the game, unfairly, I'll add, um, I <laughs> will miss... Not according to the Marks, the Marks and Spencer staff. <laughs> uh, we, did, we missed the first half an hour before... For reasons that are still unclear, but you know what I mean. And then we missed the first half an hour, and I hate leaving games early, but we left that game early. We left that game when the fourth one in after sixty nine minutes. Was just too pissed to be there. Like there's, there's times when you're, in a, when you're in a football ground that sometimes you're just too pissed to see me, see your team get beat. It's all right when you're winning and you're jumping about and you, you've got like energy to expand, expand. But it just I was just too pissed. Like I had to leave. <laughs> I've been there. Villa Park last year. I've been there. Oh, yeah, you were pretty pissed at last year. (laughs) (laughs) I've cancelled these season tickets. (laughs) (laughs) All Green Street's fault. Let's have have four more pints at half time. (laughs) How have you cancelled your season ticket balance between getting from the Villa Park to the car? (laughs) It's literally impossible. I've cancelled it. It's cancelled. I'm not going back. You weren't going back, were you? Um, did you uh, did you see that thing on Twitter this week that were posted? No. That's very vague, isn't it, by me? Did you, <laughs> did you see that thing that were posted? I don't know. I was looking for... I'm doing some research for my next True Faith article. Um, and a, foreshadowing, which, a foreshadowing plug there. Yeah, which is on clickbait. So, right. naturally, I went to uh, Beyond the Local Press, the Chronicle... I went to um, the region's premier clickbait site, which is the mag, um, and I, I kind of—I I don't know—I did some kind of search about Ashley or, or something like that, and um, I was reading this very bad article about it, and um, I don't even know if I showed you this actually. So I'm saying I'm searching through these screenshots. Um, anyway, we found a comment. <laughs> Uh, by a reader of the mag who doesn't like me inside at all. Um, so I'll read out what his comment is now, if I can find it. Great planning here. Um, yeah. Have you seen this? No, no. All right. So there's a there's a the the the, the initial article on the mag is a farce about it. Basically, just after being relegated, and it's like the article is like we're not going to get Benitez because um, Ashley's this and. We don't deserve them, and the fan base is to blame because we just sat by and let we get relegated. It's the fans' fault, and um, this this blow. We've just we've just sat by. Well, what what else are fans supposed to do? Don't even yeah. Uh, don't even try t- and turning up to the match and watching us get beat. No, basically Idiot. that's that's it. That's what they say. They say that if you're not going back, the blokes probably you might even be listening now. Um, uh, <laughs> if you're not going back. Then it not only do you not go to the match, remember, you have to tell everyone that you're not going back. You have to quantify it with. My first game was in 1946. I went. I got 5,000 loyalty points, and I went to the Anglo Italian Cup away in 1992. But I'm not going back. Um, and then you have to criticise anyone who goes to the match relentlessly because they're not as fucking 
holy as you and good at being any castle farmer ever. But this bloke, Ir- Irving Madras, that's what he'd call himself. What? Does, <laughs> what, 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 what sorry, we shouldn't make fun of people's names. What's he called? Uh, well, I don't know if it's his name. Irving Madras. <laughs> if you have just made you fun find, of his name, then find, he probably hates it even more. You can find him at the Silver Link selling the best mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, he's put, uh, so, so, someone's put, like, by the way, the comment above him was someone saying, like, well, Steve Bruce is at home, but they won't show any ambition by going to get him. Like, <laughs> these people, man. Um, and he's like, uh, so many people tour the party line, but St. James's Park will get full houses, whatever happens. So, what are the consequences for the people who run the club? Irving Matris has written, what consequences when the. I don't even know this word. When the in, inveterate gobshites likes of Alex Hurst and Simon Campbell on the True Faith <laughs> podcast moan about fans who slate other fans who lap up what Ashley dishes out, you know fine well nothing will happen. So he's angry that we have a go at the likes of him for having a go at fans. And you know, <laughs> when you've got the lads onto the True Faith podcast saying stuff like that, then nothing will ever change. As if, as if we're like some kind of fucking <laughs> example of the, uh, the malaise at Newcastle. Us doing a podcast saying, "Please don't grief fans who go to the match." <laughs> please don't leave me in any comments on the mag because I've made fun of your name. You better Irving Mattress. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, if you're uh, listening, Irving Mattress, feel free to come on. Like, and anyone who's listening, whoever disagrees with you on anything. You, like it's an open platform. This come on the show would be delighted to to speak to anybody. Um, you know, it's it's well, we've got you on, Bolton, didn't we? We've got you on. Well, I'm right. <laughs> it's not like I'm a special case. Um, so, Bollins, we've drawn Holloway. You're buzzing. There's rumours. There's rumours of a big allocation. I know NUFC 1984 told me that on, on Facebook, I think, or Twitter, I think they got, we got five 5,000 when we played them in the, the FA Cup in, in 08 or, or early stages of 09. Um, yeah. That would be decent. If it's a low allocation, like 3,000, that might be a hashtag loyalty points scramble. Yeah. Um, a lot of loyalty point debate on um, Twitter at the moment and Facebook, Bond. I don't know if you've seen much of it. Like, can, can 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 you just confirm to me that you, you're a sensible bloke and you understand that loyalty points is in fact a very fair way of doing things? I'm a totally reasonable. I, 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 I totally disagree. I think if you <laughs> go to the matches, if you've been going to matches for years and collecting these loyalty points, it's just really unfair on all the people that haven't bothered themselves to go to any of the matches and not collect any of the points. <laughs> um, it's just really unfair. I mean, you've got people. I can, who... sort of, I can see where the frustration comes from. To be fair, like. People, so you've probably got young lads who are 15, 16, whatever, who want to go to the matches but haven't got enough loyalty points purely based on the fact that they probably haven't been alive long enough to amass them. Yeah. And you can see why people get like, ah, uh, you know, like annoyed about it. But, but at the, but at the up, end of the day, it, it's there for a reason. Like, I disagree. When you say you can see, are they thick? Like, um, I wasn't I wasn't born with 100 no, loyalty points. No, no, Do, I'm, not, I'm not saying, right, I can see why they get frustrated. Because uh, you can be, can you imagine being like, oh well, I wish I had a hundred points so I could go every game. I can see why people well, get. Frustrated. I used to be like that. It doesn't make it doesn't make that point right, <laughs> <laughs> but it's unfair. But I can see why there'd be some frustration. Do you remember when we um when in the old days you used to have little pink books for going to away <laughs> games? Like there was no online box office. You had your little book, then you sent in an application for an away ticket. Yeah, and you, d- you didn't really know how many loyalty points you had. 
and or yeah. if you'd get you know these days Lee Marshall's on on Twitter um, tweeting the allocation and the points, which is great, and you get all this information. You, back in the you know mid two thousands, <laughs> early two thousands, when when we started going, I was a teenager. You had no idea what the allocation was. Like very rarely did a game ever get below thirty points. By the way, um, for tickets, so it was really hard. And I, I remember being absolutely gutted that I couldn't go to loads of games because I didn't have the points. Um, yeah. Yet I just accepted it. I didn't go on social media or tweet any UFC saying it's a disgrace. Loyal fans from France, I never get to go to games. Um, I can't have a season ticket because I live too far away. But how am I supposed to go to away games? Like a most away games go to zero points. Do you know what I mean? B, the ones that do go to zero points, you can get tickets. Like, if anyone's listening to this, I mean, we go to most away games, but who doesn't have a season ticket and wants tickets, I'll, I'll get tickets for you. If we're not going to match, you can use our tickets. It's, there's loads of people like that. Um, so it's just like, it's just weird how this kind of kickoff comes around every time there's a game. If we, when, we, when we'll get to the cup final, the first cup final, I presume we're going to be in both this season. When we get to the cup final, um, you, you can well, just imagine. Everyone with a season ticket should get a ticket. Sure, I mean, I think for the for the the League Cup, you probably get thirty six k, and we might have a few more than that. But not everyone will be able to make it or will want to go. Yeah. So everyone should be fine. I think the FA Cup, an FA Cup final, will be an issue because you only get about twenty five thousand tickets for a, an FA Cup final. So people uh, want to kick off about something. Wait until we only get twenty five thousand tickets for the FA Cup final, then we'll kick off. Yeah. Um. But. You confident in getting past Hull? Yeah, yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> anyone, like, anyone, basically, the lower half of the Premier League, I'm confident we can beat home or away. Ooh, home or away, I mean, yeah. Hull, Hull, I think, I think, Hull have, um, they've got West Brom at home after us, I think. So that's like a big game for them, isn't it? Yeah, you know, that, that, being, I don't know how well they're doing at the minute because I don't tend to watch the, yeah, English, b- the, 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 the English second second league that much anymore. But um, they, they started off quite well, didn't they? But I think they've dipped quite hard. Well, I think they got nine points or something from that first four or five games, and they've they've not picked up a point since. <laughs> yeah, so they'll they'll be in a scrap. And also with Hull, they've got a really really small squad, so we could end up playing their second string really. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. But if they, if they've got one, um, Mike Fielder might be under a lot of pressure. Yeah, I think I think it should be good. And like, I'm dead buzzing. I'm just I'm just talking to you off air about booking the hotel and staying over. Um, but what a night that would be! Everyone just needs to go. Every, like what, we ended up with ten thousand people in Bruges didn't have tickets. And besides, only two hours away. There's no excuse. We're <laughs> taking over. We're taking over. Yeah, we're, it won't be on telly as well. Um, Get enough people down a hole and make them put a screen up in the square. <laughs> I'm assuming that I've never been a hole, but I'm assuming they've got a square. Probs, like I said, it's not the best. Not the best. <laughs> so we're joined by um, Charlie, uh, Preston North End fan. Charlie, thanks so much for calling on the show. Really appreciate it. So. Just, no just, just like you alluded to there, um, not the best night for Preston on Tuesday. Did you see that coming? Um, well, I didn't see it for, before the game. We, didn't, we obviously didn't see the team sheet till uh, like ten minutes before the game. 
So I think we thought, oh, you're going to put a good team out here. Came to the team sheet and it was like, the few players haven't played in a while in the team. And I was like, right, I'll let him off. He's given, he's given the people not played uh, time to show themselves up. Like, see, they prove themselves. But the likes of Ben Davis at left back, he's not played in over a year for us. He's been out all morning, like Trammy and all that kind of stuff. And he's, he was just terrible on Tuesday. Just didn't know what he was doing. Did you did you see the game? No, unfortunately, I weren't there. But I had some friends who were there. Oh, I've yeah. seen quite a few things about the game. Yeah, I mean, do you, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because, like you say, I was at the game and I was really expecting quite a tough, a tough encounter. Um, yeah, and the red card didn't help. But we we've just been saying before this that the even before the red card, you know, Preston didn't really have an, an attack in twenty minutes. Um, it was a very, a very odd thing for, 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 for the manager from our point of view to do, considering you, your form was so good. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think it's going to have much impact on on the weekend, or do you think listen, totally different um, first eleven? I think it'd be, yeah, I think it'd be totally different first eleven. Brand like full new squads. I think it'd be the same squad we played against Norwich, possibly. But, but yeah, same squad as against Norwich. Possibly, I'm thinking anyway because. Uh, Put a lot of pressure on Norwich. Did you see the highlights from that game? No, I'm not. See, I've seen the goal, but yeah. But what, so, where where do you yeah. think this run of forms come from? Then, like, uh, just uh, saying before to someone else that I think it's uh, determination. Like a lot of other fans have been saying, we're a working team. Like we work for the ball. Like some team, like your team, you've got world class players, Premiership players, you'd even call them. Yeah, and you just get the ball and it sticks to their feet. We've got players who work hard, running for the ball, tackling, just making their challenges. As you can see from the Forestfield game, we scored from three consecutive set pieces. Yeah, just <laughs> team full of workers just working hard for each other. The good news, the, goals. the good news for you is we we only concede from set pieces. We don't concede from open play, so it's your strength. Um, well, fingers crossed on Saturday. Yeah, are you going to match on Saturday? Yeah, I shall be there. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, hand on heart, how do you see it going? God's honest truth, I reckon it'd be a better year than Tuesday, obviously, because a better, better team out, hopefully. I reckon it'll be a tough game. Yeah. Probably finish a draw, either like 2 1 2 or something like that. Yeah, fair enough. And what, what constitutes success for Preston this season? What, what would you be happy with? I'd be happy with maybe just getting in the playoffs or just, just out of it. Okay, like yeah. 6th or 7th. Because last year we first. First year back in Championship, we finished 11th, so we did alright, which is higher expectations, because obviously Preston fans are always expecting more, and last season finished 11th, which was great, because it's first season back up, because no one expected it. Yeah. No, but that's... In- we finished 11th now, everyone's expecting more. So yeah. Um, uh, when, we do, when we do get a defeat, everyone's taking everything, like, oh, we should be winning that game. Aye. So a lot of, a lot of fans are like, why did he put that team out on Tuesday? <laughs> but... Like you said, he was saving Saturday. Yeah, well, I mean... A hangover from... I remember, I, within my memory, I can remember you pushing on, pushing on the first with Billy Davis as your manager. Yeah. Um, you were pushing the, on the first. Right, 2004-2005, got in playoffs against West Ham in final. Yeah. And Bobby Zamora scored. Yeah. <laughs> last couple of minutes. So that's just a hangover from the almost, almost glory days. The fans are just turning quickly... Expecting more because to me, no disrespect intended. What, what press 
wrestling fans mid-table of the championship that sounds pretty good to me <laughs> yeah well they expect that don't they wrestling fans which is always a good thing to be fans like one more yeah it's the same with you like, you're a big fan base they always expect him more uh, that's true. Oh yeah, I mean we we're, we're having a a great time. <laughs> I don't know if you found this, but Newcastle fans are loving the championship. It's so much better. It's so yeah, much like better, didn't you? Yeah, but so it's so much it. so much better being down down in the championship than scrapping in the bottom end of the Premier League, which is a horrible experience. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, no, Char- Charlie, I know we've got to let you go because you're a bit short on time. So I really appreciate it. And then uh, no best of luck for the rest of the season beyond Saturday. Yeah, cheers to you So, very fortunate today to be uh, joined by Preston North End fan Tom. Uh, Tom, thanks very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. But from Twitter, I can also see you have allegiances to both clubs who are playing this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Is that, <coughs> is that uh, have you lived in Newcastle or is it family or? <laughs> But I do get into Preston, so of course, Preston's my hometown and this box all my life. So oh, right. I, just, I got into Newcastle a few years ago, and because obviously I didn't really want to support like a second team or like a team who I liked, like Man United or Chelsea. So I just thought I support Newcastle because I just thought the bigger club, bigger club, and big foundation, all that. And yeah, that's it, really. Good stuff. Are you going to the match this Saturday? Yes, I am. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, and. Um... Hand on heart, do you think do you think after the, the defeat on Tuesday, Preston have got any chance at all? Well, like I say, I think it's I think we should, I think both sides made changes, didn't we? Newcastle I think made seven, we made nine. And it was a chance to get into the next round. And but I think the league is for us is more important than like a cup game. But I think we I think we will play our first team, so I think it'll be difficult for Newcastle. I think it won't be easy. I think it'll be a hard game, but I think I just think maybe Newcastle will win it because I think they've got experience and I think we've got a better budget. But I think we will. But I think they will push them all the way. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, and um, like how how has your season gone so far? I mean, it, it, it seems like you've had a season of two halves, a shaky start, and then you've done really well. Well, is 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 it good? Do you think Preston are doing well this season? Um, well, I think we've done mixed so far. Like you say, we've had a bad start. The first few games we've lost and. Of course, we lost against Brentford 5-0, which isn't really ideal, going away from home, losing 5-0. Then we had um, a cup game against Bournemouth, which we wasn't expected to go over and win, because they're a pretty team, and we won 3-2, and, and we played like, teams like Brighton, Huddersfield, Villa, who, after, of course, expected to like do well, and do good budgets, and all that, and we just went, went there and won, won all the games. I think we've won... Our last four or five games against top teams, so it's been mixed. I start yet, but I think we've had a fairly good start now. Yeah. Interesting. So, is is Grayson um, popular amongst the fans? Because I heard at the start uh, of the season, probably after that Brentford defeat, there's a few people getting on his back. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I think he was. Uh, I think there was some fans saying wanted him out and calling him all sort of names and stuff. But I think with last season when we got promoted, probably won. We finished 11th, which is for a team who's got like promoted. It's great, isn't it? And it, 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 back in our first season in the championship, and this season we've had a bad start. But we've, I think we've done well. And when he was appointed about three years ago, and it was great for us. He, he took us up to 
to League One, uh, to Championship and did well in League One and he's doing well now and I think not many managers have a lot of time now in football, don't they? And he was appointed in 2013 and he'd been here for like four, four or three years, so it's quite, so he's quite bottom of the fans, yeah. Yeah, and what, what, what would you say constitutes a good season for Preston? Where would you be happy uh, with in the league? Well, I think the first, well, when he first, the first game of the season with their wedding, obviously, fans always hope to do well and all, all that. And, but we, I think with the budgets and with the teams in the, in the championship, which is obviously higher from Preston, Preston and we all thought maybe finishing mid-table surviving. But now when the playoffs, I think if we beat Newcastle on Saturday, we're going to play maybe. So it's, it's kind of funny, but I think, uh, I think, if you say a question, I think maybe mid-table is 10th, 11th place, maybe, and just take it home where, really. I, th- I think we've got a careful squad who can finish mid-table or maybe higher. So, yeah. Yeah. And do you want to, do you want to give us a, a prediction? Like, what's your prediction for Saturday? Um, well, I think my heart, I, I think I have to say maybe a 2-1 Preston win but I think maybe I think I think in reality I think Newcastle will probably edge it maybe 2-1 or 1-0 but I think it'll be a close game Brilliant Well thank you very much for coming on it's certainly been interesting to get uh, the, the Preston point of view and best of luck for the rest of the season um, <laughs> after Saturday Alright thank you Cheers Thanks for listening to the podcast thanks to Charlie and Tom as well for their time Um like I said recently, we'll try and have opposition fans on each week before um, before weekend games. Uh, shout out as well to Legends Day, which is coming against Cardiff through Gallagher Flags. We're going to have 12 monstrously sized uh, Legends flags of different characters throughout Newcastle United's history. Get to the game early if you could please help spread the message. The Chronicle are doing a big feature this week on it. Um, I know the club, Newcastle. Uh, have been really helpful as well and they're, they're, they've got some minds in the fight to help us out so that's the card of home game and I'll be pushing that a lot and as usual give us a follow on at TF Weekly Pod tell us what you think if you disagree um, and like I said during the show anyone is welcome to come on at any point just get in touch through Twitter and we'll have you on at some point uh, thanks for listening I'm Mark Chapman welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.